Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, hey, hey everybody. My name is Doug and I love the MCU. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again from now. What do we do now that WandaVision is over? another (laughs) Homes Alone episode. It's Sunday, March 14th, 2021. We all turned our clocks ahead, or I guess the clocks did it themselves these days, and everybody is here. We've got two newbies and the current champion. It's Jim Cummings, Rachel McCartney, and Frank Conniff, everybody. Hey! Hey, Doug. Hey. <laughs> this is the part where everybody uh, awkwardly says hello at the same time. Uh, so let's meet everybody uh, individually so the listeners can lock in on our uh, individual voices. First time guest, Brooklyn comedy phenom, Rachel McCartney is here. Hello, Rachel. Ah, oh, you're so kind, phenom. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that's what uh, that's the word on the streets is that uh, you're tearing it up out there in Brooklyn. I even hear that uh, you're looking to relocate. Uh, yes, yes, I am. But still within Bushwick. So if there is a fan of your podcast who doesn't have a cat and would have a room available for like around 700 in rent, hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Rachel M. Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That would be so awesome if you got a uh, a new place to live uh, through this what, show. <laughs> what is a social media following for if not avoiding Craigslist? Yeah, exactly. There's no reason to, to mess with that. Just do the slightly less uh, creepy version. <laughs> um, but also, you know, you got you got a fan base you can talk to on Twitter. I don't know about on Craigslist. I hope not. 
Also joining us for the first time, writer, director, and star of Thunder Road and The Wolf of Snow Hollow, it's Jim Cummings. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Hey, dude. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's so awesome that you uh, said yes to being here. Uh, of course, uh, Wolf of Snow Hollow came out during... Uh, I guess pretty er fairly early on in quarantine. And we talked about it a lot on the show. And uh, Ricky Lindholm was a, came by and was a guest. And we talked about it then. And uh, when I noticed you were following me on Twitter, I was like, well, let's just, let's get the man himself. And, uh, <laughs> and you've got some uh, stuff you're, you're working on, like multiple projects right now. Yeah, we just uh, premiered our new feature, which is called The Beta Test. It's another horror comedy, weird movie, uh, tonally. Uh, but it's about the agency war with the Writers Guild of America. And we shot that in December, very luckily. So we beat quarantine, and I've just been editing it for the last, like, 14 months. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a gnarly one. It's kind of weird to like jump immediately into post-production and dodge a lot of the stuff that, you know, most of my friends are still trying to shoot things. And we were just incredibly lucky to not be in that boat. And then uh, you have a second thing you're working on as well. Uh, yeah, I'm writing a bunch of stuff right now that is kind of under wraps, but really fun. I guess the same kind of tone, too, of like comedy horror things. I'm really enjoying that space. And um, it was weird to like put out Wolf of Snow Hollow as a horror movie. And then there's just more laughs in it than there are scares. Uh, and obviously, like Ricky is a comedy actress and most of the cast is comedy actors. Um, but people really dug it. It was like, although we pushed it as a horror movie, people were like, oh, it's also really funny and so i was like all right cool i think i could probably make more movies like this <laughs> well you know that's the thing though is uh, i i find that horror movies that that lean more on the comedy uh the scares tend to you know get you even more just because you're you know you're not uh, waiting for them as much you're you know you're having fun and laughing and then and then the jump scare happens yeah, it's a bit of sleight of hand, I feel like. If you can make an audience laugh, they're more susceptible to heartbreak or horror. Where like, they're, yeah, they're not expecting it as much. They think that they're in safe hands and then you get to destroy them. It's great fun. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, I guess the classic example of like the movie that's super scary, but also uh, quite funny would be uh, American Werewolf in, uh, in London. It's fantastic. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of really wonderful moments of that. Like, what is the pentagram on the wall for? And then the record skips and it's like one of the funniest moments in movies. And it's in a, a really great horror movie too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just so random, but when, uh, when Griffin Dunn is, uh, comes back and he's dead oh. and he, uh, but he picks up that little Mickey mouse doll and just waves his hand <laughs> and goes, hi David. It's, so damn funny for some reason <laughs> yeah he's fantastic in that movie and it's funny it's like people in the audience really appreciate that stuff i think for a long time people were scared to blend those two genres but i always say if you don't make jokes throughout your movies your audience as well like uh, people are kind of like waiting for humor and it's just i don't know you're missing a lot of opportunities to engage with the audience if you're not making jokes throughout 
Yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, the audience, uh, that's why they gravitate towards the bad uh, horror movies and bad movies in general is because the, the, the opportunity to feel smart and make your own jokes the whole time. Right. So it's, it is good to beat them to the punch. Yeah. Also joining us today, speaking of bad movies, <laughs> this guy has seen a few. Our returning champ, some call him TV's Frank, it's Frank Conniff. Hey, Doug. Uh, great to be back. <laughs> you uh, you've been killing it. I don't know if you really you know knew when you came on the show a few weeks ago that uh, that you would just uh, keep coming back. I did not know <laughs> that, and it's uh, it's exciting, and um, uh, you know I, I just have a sense of pride to know that the reason the reason I'm won twice and I'm back is out of sheer dumb luck. So that's yeah. Good. That's uh, it's a real lesson for all. I, I luck, lucked, lucked my way into my victories. Yeah, completely. But, the, but multiple wins. So there must be something going on. I don't, I doubt you that. Must, <laughs> you must be doing something right. Is there a point where you would say, you know what? I don't want to come back next week. Or are you, is the idea of just continuing to be champion exciting enough that you would do it for? As long um, as it no, I, I, I enjoy coming back and um, you know, um, Luckily, you're catching me at a time when I'm home a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I happen to be available. You know, if you had said, Frank, can you do it next Tuesday at 3 a.m.? I'd be, yeah, yeah, I can do that, too. Whatever. And uh, you get to meet lots of exciting folks. Yes. I don't think you knew Rachel or Jim prior to today. I'm, I'm not sure if, if, if I know Rachel performs. We follow at, each other on Twitter. Yes, and I, and I know we perform at some of the same clubs, but I'm not sure I've had the pleasure of, uh, of meeting her yet. So this well, is awesome. Great to meet you now. Yeah, absolutely. You do feel with, with comedians that, uh, you know, you, you end up following somebody and, and it really does get, the lines get blurred of like, you know, how, how do we, do we know each other or do I just uh, I just like some of the jokes and decided to, you know, uh, give it a whirl. And I've been uh, enjoying Rachel's uh, tweets a great deal since. Uh, yeah, same. So, Thank you. So uh, it's a uh, it's it's a it's a weird way for us to finally meet, but I uh, I am happy to uh, to meet you and Jim. And we're gonna play some movie trivia in a second, but first. The question that TV's Frank already knows is coming, so we'll go to him first. Mm -hmm. uh, I just like all of my guests to just recommend uh, a movie. It, uh, it could be any movie from any time in the history of cinema, but you know, something people can actually seek out and watch would be, you know, makes it even better. Well, <clears throat> I happened to just last night see a movie on Netflix and um, um, I, I was in no hurry to see it, um, but I just kind of um, on a whim chose it last night. And it's actually, if you like crime movies, it's, it's not a great movie, but, but it's good and it's enjoyable. It's called Parker <laughs> with uh, uh, Jason uh, uh, Stratham or however. Statham. Yeah. Yes. Statham. And um, and Jennifer and Jennifer Lopez and um, directed by Taylor Hackford, which was a complete surprise to me. I didn't I wasn't aware of that. And um, uh, like uh, very much in the vein, if you've ever seen the great 
movie with Lee Marvin called Point Blank. Um, it's from the same author, Daniel Westlake, who used the pseudonym Richard Stark for a novel about this hard-boiled criminal called Parker. He, he wrote a, like about 20 novels with this one character. And the movie Point Blank was based on this character. The movie um, Payback with Mel Gibson was a remake of Point Blank. Right. And... Uh, and a, a, an enjoyable movie, I must say, but not as good as Point Blank. And this Parker isn't as good as Point Blank either, but it's the same character um, and a very similar plot um, and a lot of good performances in it and uh, just a very efficient, well done crime movie with some great uh, violent scenes in it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 what can I say? I mean, I, it's, it's, it's not like in a league with like um, a point blank or, or, or like some of the great Elmore Leonard crime movies like get shorty or, um, or the, or, or the other one that Jennifer out Lopez of sight. Out, out of sight. sight. Yeah. The other one with uh, Jennifer Lopez is in, but, but, but I, I must say it, 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 it did what we want of all pandemic movies. It passed the time. <laughs> and and, uh, been, uh, and I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. I've been using that movie. I mean, uh, that movie's been my, uh, when I've got some time to kill, you know, or I can't sleep, I'll watch a, you know, a few more minutes of it. So I haven't gotten through uh, all of it yet, but that's one of those movies that I feel like I saw it when it came out. But you're right, it is a decent movie, but it's also just, you know, it's just wall-to-wall, -wall, you know, tropes and, uh, you know, there's no surprises in it to speak Not of. really, no, no, just <laughs> just um, good. It, it kind of achieves what it sets out to do. It's, its ambitions, I guess, are kind of modest. Yeah. But, uh, but, but it achieves it. And, um, and I do like those kind of uh, crime, crime films like... Um, get Harry with, with Michael Caine, you know, those kind of things. And yeah. this is in that vein and, uh, uh or get Carter, I, I should say was the name of the Michael Caine movie. Um, which is a, like a hard boiled British crime film. And, uh, I mean, you know, Michael Caine is so hard to keep track of him that he's one of the few living actors who's like remade one of his own films and played a different character. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how long he's been around. He, and he's so, he's so great. I mean, he's so versatile. He can play like a really, um, hard boiled criminal type of character and then he can play this, like in um, Hannah and her sisters, he can play this complete nerdy, awkward guy. You know, he's, he's just an amazing actor. Yeah, he's, he's quite good. And it's his birthday today. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Well, I'm glad I mentioned him. I'm yeah. glad I did a shout out on his birthday because he's, he's one of the best. Yeah, he's a good one. Um, Rachel, you don't, you know, Frank knew this was coming. So he, you know, he watched a movie and wrote an entire review. <laughs> uh, but, I have know, listened before, so. So you know that this, this sort of thing happens. Do you have a, a go-to movie, a, something you recommend at this point? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm excited that I'm finally asked for one since it's been updated, because I used to always say, um, I used to always say Moonlight, which is an amazing movie. But like when you pick something that's already that well known, people are like, yeah, we've heard of Moonlight, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, 
but I have one now that I've watched over quarantine that I thought was just like so good that a lot of people hadn't heard of, uh, which was Skeleton Twins. Uh, it's a 2014 yeah. movie with uh, Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader, and they play uh, suicidal twins who haven't talked to each other in 10 years. So it's them reconnecting, and they just have like the best sibling chemistry on screen, and they're so funny. And I, I watched it when I was incredibly depressed, and it like pulled me out of the pit a little bit. Um, it was it was a really really nice movie to watch. Yeah, well, that's it's interesting that it had that effect on you because I think if somebody goes into it in a really good mood, that that might change. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it is a heavy movie. Like you're already in a heavy space, so you you, you know you found the light in it. But it is, uh, it's not the you know the comedy that necessarily people might expect from those two. Definitely, but the the parts that are funny are very funny. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's, I guess that's sort of true of, uh, you know, of Barry as well. Like yeah. That show is quite heavy, but also has some super funny stuff in it. Like he, Bill Hader definitely likes to go dark. He's unbelievable. Yeah. I've been meaning to watch Barry, so I will count oh, that as Barry. a 10th recommendation for me to finally do it. Barry's <laughs> great. There's an episode of Barry called Ronnie Lily in the second season that is profound. It is like really long takes and it feels like a movie that would screen in Cannes and it's Bill Hader directing and it's unbelievable. He is so talented. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, are they making more? I guess they're making more Barry as we speak or? I know that they're ordered to do season three at the very least. So yeah, they're writing, they're writing season three. Oh, okay. So they're they're not dealing with the uh, uh, COVID production situation just yet. Not that I've heard. No. Um, like, is everybody is all of Hollywood getting the vaccine so that production can uh, <laughs> ramp up more, or do you? So for Jim, I guess. Then. Yeah. Apparently tomorrow, today's the 14th, tomorrow's the 15th. Uh, it's Monday. Apparently that is the day that entertainment workers will be able to get vaccinated. So um, we're tier like 2A or something like that. So I haven't signed up. I'm treating it like it's 28 days later outside. I don't really need a vaccine because <laughs> of that. Um, right. So uh, I'm going to do it as casually as possible. I'll probably get it at like a CVS a couple months from now. But um, But yeah, apparently entertainment workers can can sign up for it is, is that in la is that the kind of thing where your agent has to book you for it <laughs> and then they mess it up yeah, yeah exactly yeah. They, they 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 thought you weren't right for the vaccine they're going in a different direction yeah when the they, healthcare they, worker asks you for your id you just go do you know who i am <laughs> yeah how do you prove you're in the entertainment industry you just yeah. like do a big circle around your face just like look at me this is the this is how i get in <laughs> Yeah, and your agent has to go with you because they get 10%. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> same yep. needle. Yeah, they use the same needle. And they, they, get the, yeah, they, get, <laughs> they get a little Yay. drop at the end. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Skeleton Twins and Parker, what have you got, Jim? What would you recommend? Um, I might recommend two because I'm a bit schizophrenic, but the first one is another birthday movie. Uh, Johnny Flynn's birthday is today. It's the 14th of March and he was in Emma, which I saw during quarantine, the Autumn DeWild film. 
and it's phenomenal. I thought when it started out, it was going to be too cutesy and twee, but his performance in it is incredible and it's very light and very beautiful. And if you haven't seen it, it's, it's worth watching. And I hope it didn't get buried too much um, because it came out digitally uh, during quarantine, but it's, it's really quite good. It's Emma. Um, and then the other one is Corpus Christi, which is another movie that came out in America in 20, maybe like early 2020. Um, but it's on the Criterion channel and it's Polish and it's phenomenally made. I'd say those two movies are probably the most opposite of each other of any two movies ever made. <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corpus Christi is quite uh, uh, intense. Oh, it's fantastic. It's so and, good. Yeah, and then Emma is, uh, uh, I, I don't know if light is the right, right word for it because it doesn't seem, like you were saying, it's not cutesy really, uh, but it's, um, it's definitely, uh, the colors are very, yeah, very different from Corpus Christi's very dark film and uh, Emma's very light. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to officially take Emma as your recommendation. For okay, good. Week, I just need one <laughs> to go. I like to do a, a poll on Twitter and see of the three recommendations, which, uh, which movie the, uh, the listeners like the most and encourage them to, uh, you know, watch all the movies that get recommended. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, Let's go to a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, we will play some games. We'll be right back. No flipping. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We're back, and I've prepared a couple of fun games uh, to play today. Starting off with uh, one we've played on the game, uh, played here on the show a um, bunch of times over the years. People seem to like it. It's weird. It's called ABCD's Nuts, and it's a spelling game. So, in honor of Jim Cummings' movie Thunder Road. That's what we're going to spell. We're going to spell Thunder Road. So, and we'll go in uh, alphabetical order. So we'll start with uh, <laughs> uh, Frank and then go to Jim and then go to Rachel. Uh, Frank, I'll give you the letter, the, the letter we're on in Thunder Road. And the first letter, of course, is T. Mm -hmm. And then you just tell me any movie that you can think of that uh, begins with the letter T. And if you match me, you win the game automatically, but that seems like impossible, right? So mm -hmm. there's a theme that occurs with all of these titles that I've chosen. Mm -hmm. A theme that's in my head. And so if you can think of that, that will uh, help you out tremendously in this game. But there's no pressure. This is <laughs> just sort of a warm up game and uh, the winner only gets to go first in the next game. So 
don't uh, don't worry about it too much. So do you want just uh, one title for me or, or yeah. all the ones? I, uh, I'm going to say, Frank, uh, you get the first letter. It's T. Mm -hmm. Name any movie that begins with letter T. And of course, going first in this case is not that much of an advantage because you don't even, you have no idea what the theme could be without any titles mm -hmm. coming up yet. Um, okay, well, I'm going to, I hope this isn't too obscure, but I'm going to say Terminator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it'd be amazing. It'd be amazing if you matched me. I would, I would love to see that happen. But <laughs> I went with a classic called Taken. Oh, yeah, that is it. That, yeah. A Liam Neeson film, Taken. All right. So now the next, next letter is H. So that means we move on to Jim. And Jim just names any movie that begins with H, but keeping in mind that the first movie that I picked was Taken. So. So it could be like action themed or like Liam Neeson themed. And I just have to guess based on the letter H. Um, yeah. Something like that. I would say I'm going to go with action and say Hacksaw Ridge. I like it. I like the way you worked all of that out. But I chose <laughs> Hobo with a Shotgun. Okay. Okay. Next letter is U, and it goes to Rachel. Undercover brother. <laughs> I think everybody should say that movie title with a question mark at the end. Well, uh, I'd like I'm a trendsetter. Undercover brother. Uh, no, but great, great guess. You great guesses so far. I went with a film called Upgrade. Mm. Upgrade. Huh. And is the next letter back over to Frank? This is hard. What what is the letter? N. It's N. the next letter in Thunder Road. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> N is would be um uh uh, not another teen movie. <laughs> no, I know uh, that's wrong. But that's the only that's the only thing that came that, into my head. But that's how you stay in the game. It's just you know, just name any movie that begins. Uh, and uh, the movie I chose is called No Escape. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now we're on D and back to Jim. So I'm thinking like revenge violence movie so i think i think i've actually got a really good one i'm on d yeah you're d okay i because of liam in it and because of taken i'm gonna say dark man that is as good a reason as any to say that but it's i'm wrong i wrote down damn it <laughs> I got so excited that, that was like, pretty you know, good. That you're onto something that I that I wasn't even aware of. But I went with the movie Drive. Okay, Drive. Drive. Hmm. Uh, e is the next letter to Rachel. Oh, wow! I thought it was going in a different. I was preparing for R and thinking of like movies <laughs> that start with R. 
So let me try well, you to know, think of one. If, if Jim wanted like a cooler spelling for the title, he could have left. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Rachel. Could have left the U and the E out, you know. Okay, well, I'm just going to be honest and say the only movie that I can think of that starts with an E is Election, uh, which I am sure is wrong. That's not what I wrote down, but, it, you know, I don't think I, all other movies that begin with E can take a seat because Election is pretty amazing. It's a great movie. It's just not uh, an action-adventure movie at all. No. I mean, it kind of is an, an adventure for Matthew Broderick's character. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, for E, I went with End of Watch. Oh, that's oh. the Gyllenhaal cop movie? Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah, you know, yeah. I might have been able to get that if I cheated. <laughs> yeah, no cheating. Thank you for reminding everybody to don't cheat. <laughs> um, R is the next letter. Uh, back to Frank. R. Um, R. Okay. Um um repo man that's, that's a great that's a great that's a super good r um i went with rampart oh rampart, rampart. that's oh and that's kind of like a, a cop movie right like the rampart district of uh la or yeah something woody like harrelson yeah. it's woody yeah. harrelson as a not a you know he's he's one of them bad cops and hmm. um yeah, it's it's an intense one. R again. Uh, Under Road has two R's. So remind me, uh, it's taken. It's an end of Hobo watch. with a shotgun. Hobo shotgun. Upgrade. No escape. Drive. End of watch. Rampart. Now we need another R title. I'm gonna say because of all the cop stuff, RoboCop. Uh, again, I, the, the guesses are right on, on point. You guys should have wrapped this up a long time ago because you're, you're doing it right. Uh, but the one <laughs> I went with is the movie called Red. Oh, okay. Yeah. O is the next letter for Rachel. We're going to pass because I don't know a single movie that starts with O. I mean, if you're ever in this position again, which why would you be? Uh, there is a movie called just O. It's <laughs> like a, a modern telling of uh, Othello with. Uh, That's right. Uh, they, they just named it that to be first Julia in the phone Stiles. book. Yeah, Julia Stiles is in it. It's actually quite good. Ah, I like her. I like that version of it. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad movie. So that's uh, that's just called oh, but what I wrote down was uh, a movie called Only God Forgives. Man, another another Nicholas Winding Refn thing. <laughs> so it's Drive and that. What could it be? Yeah, you got it twice somehow. Is it L.A.? Okay, okay, so cool. So you just gave yourself away there. That's not it. Um, <laughs> uh, a is the next uh, letter for um, Frank. Okay, um, A, um, uh, analyze this. No, Animal Kingdom. Oh, okay. Finally, Jim, you get the last ditch chance to win this thing. 
If you could tell me the D title that I wrote down, man, based on all of that mess that came before. Don't breathe. <laughs> it's too bad there's not a drive too, because that's totally what I would have yeah. gone that way just for fun. Um, you go. You're going with "Don't Breathe." Yeah. The movie that I wrote down is Dread, D-R-E-D-D. Oh wow! From 2012, and those are all uh, movies from. Uh, you know, the, uh, what do you call that year? Those years, 10, 10, 20 to 10 to 2020. The, the teens? Uh, the teens. Those are all teen uh, action and cop movies. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. From that decade. Okay. So no one. Oh, would... I just realized you can say 2010s. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> totally works. <laughs> I was thinking it was so much more complex. I was like, are they, they all have the same cinematographer? Is it like, I was like racking my brain. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that uh, when, it, when this, uh, you know, when it's the theme is more, more specific, I find that the people have a, you know, a harder time with it, um, you know, in general, but everybody's, uh, you know, brains are different. And also the amount of how seriously you take it is different. Like, you know, uh, a lot of people are more casual about it. So they don't, uh, <laughs> so their guesses are terrible. They just say the first movie that yeah. pops in their head. I, I mean, I think, <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think I'm in the category of just <laughs> any title with that initial, whatever you think of, just say it. Yeah. Cause it's weird that the, the yeah. pressure, like, especially when we play this game on stage, people sometimes can't even, you know, they just can't movie. think of any movie with that that begins yeah. with that letter. And that that's, you know, seems like it should be easy, but it's not. Oh, don't talk about me behind my back in front of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm right here. I, I, I would like to amend my guess for O from nothing to Ocean's Eleven. So I'm still <laughs> oh, there wrong. There you go. See, so you have one. Less embarrassing. But I also really appreciated the just the hard pass. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, you just said, no, I'm just not going to do this. And uh, I, I like that as a result. Take swagger, yeah. Yeah. Thank um, you. So, so no winner, but uh, that's okay because uh, we're going to play another game. And in that uh, game, uh, I will make sure that there is a winner, but the uh, the order will remain the same. Uh, we'll go in alphabetical order again. Uh, but we're going to go to another quick break. We'll be back to determine. Who is the best? <laughs> I can't even. I can't even pump it up uh, in a joking manner. <laughs> this, this is how teachers curb zeros. Yeah, we'll play. We'll play this dumb game after this. We'll be right back. Carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at Carmax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back and I'm very excited about this next game because if you thought you all had to put too much thought into your answers uh, on the last game. This one is real, can be a real uh, puzzler. The game is called Come Again. 
And it's about movies that are available on demand on my cable system right now that uh, just happen to share one word, which is especially fun considering Jim Cummings is here because uh, there are currently movies you can buy called Come Away, Come Play, Come to Daddy, Coming from Insanity, Come True, and The World to Come. Wow. And they're all uh, you know, a, year, a year or two old as uh, things on demand have a tendency to be. So here's how this is going to work. I'm going to take turns like that last game. I'll uh, start with Frank, and I will tell you the description of one of those movies that's on the uh, my cable system. And then I will give you three choices amongst all of those titles and narrow it down to three so that somebody will get it right. If Frank misses, then we move on to, to Jim. If Jim misses, we Rachel gets the gimme point because uh, there's only one option left at that point. Because I only give you- And are these, are these the, the specifically the movies you just you just listed? Yeah, it'll be from those movies. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll give you three of the titles instead of having you pick from all seven. Okay, Got cool. Got it. Give you three of them. Any other questions? <laughs> uh, start with Frank. Uh, but everybody, you know, like I said, if Frank misses it, get ready to play. Strange events plague a troubled town. This sounds like Wolf of Snow Hollow so far. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I actually said town, it's teen. Strange events plague a troubled <laughs> Strange events plague a troubled teen when she participates in an experiment to stop her nightmares. Mm. Uh, Frank, is this movie called Coming from Insanity, Come True, or The World to Come? Um, this is a, a guess or, you know, uh, I'm going to say come true. Come true is your guess? Yes. Well, guess what? That is correct. Oh, that yeah. I, I, because you well, it wasn't a total guess because when you said dreams, I thought come, I put the phrase come true together with dreams. So that's why I said that. Dreams do and can come true as, yes. as is also the case with nightmares. And I, I feel like I don't even need to see that movie. <laughs> I feel like we've just summed it up beautifully, but uh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's good. But Frank is on the board. Frank has one point. Uh, so now we'll start with Jim on this next one. An ambitious currency agent, <laughs> an ambitious cur currency agent becomes determined to bring a talented counterfeiter to justice. Is that movie called Come Play, The World to Come, or Coming from Insanity? Jim Cummings. A lot of coming. I'm going to guess the world to come. That is incorrect. Damn it. Damn it. 
Rachel, he's narrowed it down to two titles for you. An ambitious currency agent becomes determined to bring a talented counterfeiter to justice. Is it come play or coming from insanity? I'm going to guess come play just because it sounds like a better title. Oh, my God, Rachel. <laughs> I can't believe this has happened. <laughs> That is incorrect. No. I can very much believe this has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, it's back to you. Okay. And it seems, seems easy. Do you remember which titles I suggested this one to be? No, I don't. Uh, please repeat them for me. I'm sorry, you have to come up with it from your memory. Okay, how about uh, uh, Coming from Insanity? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> uh, so, Frank, you did it. You just won the game. I can't believe uh, uh, that that happened so, uh, so quickly and so, so handily. Um, wow. We've really but, let ourselves uh, down, Rachel. This is a tragedy. We, we've let the reigning yeah. champ take I, the crown. You know what we learn from struggle? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think, you know, we might have found in, in Frank Conniff uh, someone who, even when the game is just go ahead and guess, is uh, uh, very good at, uh, at guessing. But let's play another round just for fun because I, I have it here. And uh, I do think it's fun. Um, <laughs> we'll start with you again, Jim. Uh, which movie do you think's got the uh, description two farmers <laughs> two farmers' wives find themselves irrevocably drawn to each other, drawn to each other? Oh yeah. Irrevocably. That's a weird word to use there. Like I'm gonna revoke this attraction. I I saw this. I saw the trailer for this. It's a bit like Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Um, it looks quite good. I'm I'm spacing on the name of it. Um, do I Let get a multiple? Give me the three options. Okay, great. Thank Christ. Is it Come <laughs> to Daddy? <laughs> I know that's not right. Because <laughs> the subject matter, I know that's not it. <laughs> it, it. Or Come Away, or The World to Come. Oh, Christ. And now I'm like seeing the trailer on the Apple trailers app in my mind. I think it's, I think it's the world to come. Yes. Okay. Thank heavens. Okay. That's correct. Whew. Yeah. So now I have I, my dignity. This is you great. finally came to life when it was too late. <laughs> Let's uh, let me give one more to Rachel to try and see if you can, uh, you can get one. Um, I want to first thank you so much for not doing this lesbian movie because I should have known it, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're able to keep your, uh, uh, your dignity intact. Right. There you go. Um, yeah, I really, I really appreciate that, but yeah, go ahead. I, I almost said pride, but that didn't seem like the right word to use there. That's the perfect word to use. <laughs> it's right perfect. There. Yeah. That's why I used it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so 
uh, Rachel, which one do you think it is that it's Alice seeks refuge in a rabbit hole while Peter enters a magical realm as the leader of the Lost Boys? So basically, they're just describing like Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan. So I guess both of those are in the uh, you know, public domain enough that somebody could just take those characters and make a movie. Hollywood. But uh, Rachel, what do you think that would be called? Come away, come play, or come to daddy? I mean, I guess that would be mm -hmm. like Captain Hook referred to himself as daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good title. I, I would guess come away. That is correct. You got one. Well done. Yes. You did it. <laughs> well, I'm so relieved that movie that you described isn't called Come to Daddy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm like, there are, there are no adults in these movies, and there should not be any adults in these movies. I'd see yeah. it. If, if Captain one. Hook was Daddy, I would be first in line to see that film. <laughs> uh, Come to Daddy is actually a pretty uh, intense movie with. Um, uh, Nicholas Cage and um, Elijah Wood. Oh, oh, that's right. And um, I saw it at a, at a film festival, and it's uh, you know it's pretty wild. It's uh, it's fun, but that's the one title that I didn't uh, you know I kept using it, but I didn't uh, actually write down the description because it's like uh, you know uh, a man you know tries to reconcile with his father. Like it just, it's just too That's obvious right. to come to daddy. <laughs> um, and then come play the description for that movie says a mysterious creature uses a lonely boy's electronic devices to break into our world. Ooh. Yeah. So that just, that feels sounds like, like come play must. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one was, that one was going to be the tiebreaker. Cause I, you know, I thought that one That's was the gimme. most, obvious yeah so uh, that would have been a, a speed round if we'd gotten to that but this gives us extra plenty extra time for uh, a couple other things starting with plugs rachel mccartney do you have um any kind of shows that you're doing like any place uh, that people can come check you out uh, no, because my roommate has forbidden me from doing even outdoor shows, which is why I'm trying to find a new place. Um, but if you would like to enjoy my comedy, I tweet obsessively. I am at Rachel M. Comedy, and I will post show dates when I have them again on there. That's so wild that your roommate... Oh, because, because your roommate is afraid you'll bring the COVID back into the house. Is that it? Yeah, even though oh. like, I, I just got vaccinated and I have a date mm -hmm. to get like my second shot. And she's like, well, you can't do outdoor shows until I'm vaccinated. And I was like, OK, well, can you try to get vaccinated? And she's like, how can you tell me when to get vaccinated in my house? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, wow. Oh, wow. I'm, uh, that sucks. I'm sorry. I think it's appropriate that I brought drama onto a movie podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm just so frustrated with your, you know, I'm so sympathetic to your position because like, I mean, none of us should be like dying to go do any kind of shows, but you know, it just, it kind of comes down to, you know, you both to continue to have an act and also to make some money, you know, it's just, yeah. uh, you know, it's, uh, 
people want to get out and do something. So like, that's wild that she, she won't let you, she's against even an outdoor show. Cause it seems like there's some pretty safe ones, uh, you know, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I went as an audience member to one that was in a park and everybody was six feet away from each other and wearing a mask. And I mean, it's, it's effectively the same thing as just going to the park. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a weird thing where it's like this virus is the one time where um, you can't trust people to make their own decisions in a weird way of like, or, or people can take it as an insult where if you make a decision in a grocery store by being lenient, you're making that decision for everybody that you live with. And that's the scary thing, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, almost everybody who gets the virus now is, is doing it because they're more lenient. It's like, there's nothing special about us or me. Like I, I could walk through a cloud of it and catch it. It's a, it's just a weird culture thing where personal responsibility is on trial. It's yeah, that sucks, Rachel. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I, I totally agree. Like people have been way too lenient with their behavior and I've, I'm pro wearing a mask. I don't think people should be doing uh, stuff in indoors generally. So I'm, I'm not a like, just live your life. You can't be controlled by fear person. Like I, I agree. We're all interdependent. What happens to one happens to all blah, blah, blah. But um, yes, thank you for your sympathy. And uh, yes, once again, if anybody has a place to move, <laughs> hit me up. Yeah. And we got to find you a place to move to where they're not going to have that kind of rule. How early, how easily do you think she'll replace you as a roommate with that particular, uh, you know, rule? Well, she has a best friend who's moving in next uh, month anyway. So I think it's going to work out great for her. <laughs> I see. All right. Well, yeah, let's find a, everybody let Rachel know where she can live. It's got to be in Bushwick, and it's got to be with someone who's not a dick. <laughs> that second part's optional. Oh, really? <laughs> it depends on what type I, of dick. All right. They just can't, can't, they can't tell you what to do. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, you're not uh, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fred Conniff, you'll be back next week. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, I'm figuring out the reason I keep winning is because you can win by just answering one question correctly on the show. It uh, really can come down. To that. It, really is, it really is kind of a luck of the draw kind of thing. And yeah. uh, I don't, I don't know how you're doing it. I'm going <laughs> to bring in some heavy hitters in the, in the next. Yeah, one. please. Somebody unseat me, please. I'll put an end to this. Get that <laughs> but, guy from Jeopardy on next time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but between now and next Sunday, is there, do you have any um, uh, events that you want to uh, tell people about? Um, I don't have uh, any events between um now and next sunday um the next um movie riffing show that traceable you and i are doing will be the second tuesday in um april and that'll be an evening of short films so and and, and if you and, and i i have a, a book that i recently published a a book of short stories called you're ruining the dystopia for everyone and that's available at uh, <laughs> amazon so if people want to check that out Nice. All right. And we'll talk, we'll talk about both those things again next week. Jim Cummings, mostly working in a world shrouded in secrecy, but, <laughs> but the beta test, uh, how soon are people going to be able to see that? 
Uh, pretty soon. We're doing like sales right now. We've had a bit of a bidding war, which is pretty cool. Um, but there's a film that I executively produced that's at South by Southwest this coming week. So if you log into South by, you can watch it. And it's called See You Then by a director and writer named Mari Walker. So that's what I'll plug. Okay. See You Then is part of uh, the South by Southwest programming, which you know, every year it's been an amazing festival. I've been going for a, a long time and uh, always do stuff there and see lots of great movies. And uh, it's a shame that they, you know, have to go uh, virtual again this year, but it is a way for anybody that can never, you know, has never had the means to travel to Austin, can uh, experience uh, so many movies, so many panels and uh, a lot of comedy too it's and you, you know you get all of it uh with a pretty reasonably priced uh pass doug loves movies is a opening night event of south by southwest comedy uh that'll be on tuesday march 16th at uh six o'clock central time where they are uh in austin and you can go to uh, sxsw.com for uh, tickets to, I, you know, I'm excited to say come watch Douglas movies, uh, but then, you know, their tickets going to get them so many other things, including you can see this movie that uh, Jim's talking about called See You Then. Um, so it, it looks like it's a pretty good deal. So uh, I don't have, you know, I'm not going to make any money off of it, but it's still, uh, I, uh, I, you know, hope that South by gets back to, uh, you know, full strength, uh, next year and that I'll be there doing those movies in person. Um, so we close off every, uh, Douglas movies lately with the last line from uh, a movie and, you know, the classic ones, there aren't, there aren't that many great final lines. A lot of movies just end on some sort of, you know, rather mundane, uh, sentence or comment, but what about Jim? Do you know offhand the uh, last line in your movies, or is that some, something you remember? The last line of dialogue in The Wolf of Snow Hollow is a college student walking into the dorm uh, building where I just dropped off my daughter, and uh, he says, All right, fresh meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a really funny line because then I stop in my tracks and I like, am I going to go beat up this kid? And then I keep walking. And that's, I just like ending a movie with that stupid joke. But yeah, I yeah, remember. That's that. what I mean. It's like some end lines are like, uh, you know, uh, especially out of context, uh, you know, don't make much sense. And what about, do you remember what the last line of Thunder Road was? The last line of Thunder Road is stop being a little Grinch. Um, uh, and it's me, <laughs> my daughter's being a jerk and I'm taking her to the ballet and she has my cell phone and I rip the cell phone out of her hand and then we go and watch the ballet. And you say, tell her to not be a little Grinch? Stop being a little Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> wow, those are really hard. I, I got to choose one for today's show to uh, end with. Uh, <laughs> and they're both so good. I'll, uh, I'll surprise everybody. Stop being a little Grinch or... All right, fresh meat. I like them both. Thank you once again to all of you for being here. Jim Cummings, Rachel McCartney, Frank Conniff will be back once again for week four 
next Sunday available wherever you get your podcasts Sunday night at midnight. Uh, anybody have any last words? Thank you. Nope. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. I would have laughed so hard if it was just silent, like you all already <laughs> left. Just quiet. I wanted my last word to be, uh, please help Rachel get an apartment. Yeah. Let's that do really that. is. That's the, that's the strong message of this episode is if you know anybody in Bushwick that needs a roommate, or, or if you have an amazing situation where she could live by herself for the amount that she quoted, uh, hit her up. What's your Twitter handle, Rachel? At Rachel M. Comedy. Um, this has been better than promoting any show ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. You know, let me know uh, if you actually get some good leads out of this. I don't know if this is a, a good way to go or not, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I feel pretty good about it. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank, Thank you for you. being such great Thank guests. You, and we'll Thank see you. you uh, you know, we'll see you down the road, as they say in Nomadland. And as always, <laughs> stop being a little Grinch. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you. Cause the